Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. This is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Dependent to the right hip of KJ. Here's the snap. Jefferson to throw. Fake. Got a man. Touchdown. Two-point conversion's good. Dominion hauls it in. Arkansas is up 55-53. Man, all of a sudden it feels like a football weekend. I mean, I realize that as we sit down to record this podcast, it is Wednesday. But it feels like it is right here at the doorstep. And basically 48 hours from now, people will begin descending on Little Rock. I know Friday night, with a noon kickoff now on Saturday, Friday night will be the night when people begin to arrive. So everybody's making their plans, whether you're a fan, and my case, whether you're a broadcaster, whether you're the team, whatever your situation, everybody's uh, trying to get ready for a football game on Saturday. And that's what everybody's talking about. So obviously that's what we begin with on the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. All right, let's talk just for a little bit about this football team as we get ready for a game on Saturday. This has been discussed, but it's been discussed in a general sense. Arkansas has 38 new players that are going to play for their football team this Saturday. You think about that. You got 85 on scholarship. That's essentially half your team. And when you go through, and I suspect this will be the case when we're done on Saturday, when you go through what will be the participation chart at the end of the game, I suspect you'll probably have about 50% new players from what we saw a year ago. And I'm not just talking about the ones that graduated. I'm talking about just new guys, portal, freshman, period. Guys who were playing for the first time. Assembling a team is in my mind one of the things, the ability to assemble a team, is one of the things that for me over the years has always been an identifier of great coaches. Now, this is relatively new in football. It's really relatively new in a lot of sports, if you stop and think about it. Ten years ago, for example, maybe even five years ago, the only coach in any of the major sports that we ever talked about Having a whole new team was John Calipari with Kentucky basketball. Every year we talked about Kentucky's got a whole new team. It was all one and dones. One of the things that I always thought he did well during that era was reassemble. Reassemble a team year after year. That's really what's normal now in college football, college basketball, all of them. Baseball, pick your sport. Assembling a new team every year is really what coaches must do if they're going to be successful. Now, assembling a team, when you think about that phrase, it can mean different things. You may call yourself a team, but you're not really a team. You're just a unit. You're a collection of players. They got to call you something, so they call you a team. But you're not really a team until you come together. When you think about having 38 new guys on a football team, the difficulty in doing that. Now, this is not the first year, obviously, that Sam Pittman and other coaches have had to deal with the portal. 
But it's been interesting to hear all of them talk because you can tell they've learned lessons on the fly, in a hurry, since all this became policy. This is what Pittman said earlier this week. I think it's interesting. At our place, they have to earn everything they get. They're just a part of the team, and they're like everybody else. They, again, I think not that Jaden Hazelwood didn't deserve to start for us. He didn't earn the right to start the first day of spring practice. I made a mistake. I tried to learn from those things, and I think as long as the kids are earning what they get, I think the entire team's fine with it. But I made that mistake, and, and I love Hazelwood. It's not his fault. We put him with the ones the first day, and that was a mistake. See, I think that's an interesting comment. Number one, it's an interesting admission, but I think it's an interesting comment, and I think it goes to the way that coaches have had to change as they brought new players in from the transfer portal. It's hard to guarantee anybody anything. You know, and in the case of Jaden Hazelwood, you know, Pittman obviously, if he had it to do over again, would make him earn that spot. As he said, it's not Hazelwood's fault. Doesn't make him a bad player. Doesn't mean he did a bad job. But when you look at the roster this year, you've had so many players come in. And so many of them have come into different spots of need. And so you've got more than one defensive line. you got new guys. Look at the secondary. Man, you got new guys everywhere. And when you've got that many, I think it's easier to say everybody's got to earn everything than if you've only got three or four portal guys coming in and everybody knows that you're bringing them into play. And so you name them a starter right off the bat. Um, I just think it's interesting the way coaches are approaching this and the way they manage their teams with the portal. And we've not even talked about NIL, but that's a challenge. And one of the things that we've all looked at with Arkansas and with other teams as we've tried to handicap what this season's going to be like, we've looked at the quality of player. Natural to do that. It's what we've always done. But the ability to assemble a team, the willingness to become part of a team, if you're a player, the willingness to accept a new teammate, if you're one of those who's already been there, maybe a guy who comes in and takes your playing time. You know, all those things go into the makeup of a locker room. And as we know, when a coach loses that, it's over. And as long as he keeps it, he's in the game. I think Pittman's kept it. And I think that's going to be the challenge for all these coaches at all these programs with all these new players is can you really assemble a team as opposed to just a group of individuals? Um, I think that's going to be telling, not just for Arkansas. I think it's going to be telling for a lot of teams as we move through the year. I just thought that was an interesting comment. I know it has nothing to do with X's and O's. I know it has nothing to do with how it's all going to break down on Saturday. But I think it is a critical component for how this season's going to go for the Razorbacks. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. Hey, I want to hear some more from Pittman, and I want to hear from KJ and Zach Williams in just a second, too. But first, I want to talk to those of you who are buying or selling a home. The line of communication between you and your real estate agent is one of those things that throughout the process is either going to give you comfort or it's going to give you heartburn. 
If you've got an agent that's with you every step of the way, if you've got an open line of communication, if you call them and they call you back, if they sit down and lay out their plan for you, it's of comfort. But if you've got an agent that doesn't return your calls, that doesn't sit down with you and go over their plan to either buy or sell, I promise you, you've got heartburn coming. That's the difference with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, and that's why I recommend them. I can tell you about my experience with them as a buyer and as a seller. There was an open line of communication. I knew everything that was happening, every step of the way. Every question I had, there was an answer. Every call was returned. That's professional service. That's what real estate professionals do. Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, is the only name you need to remember when it comes to that. They will get you from contract to close. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith, Branson, Missouri now. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. You know you're the best, Chuck. I'm just telling you. Fall season is just around the corner, and I know all of us are looking for that wholesome, convenient meal. We'll look no further than Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. They can help you with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. And right now, use the code HTL50. Head to factormeals.com slash HTL50 and get 50% off. That's code HTL50 at factormeals.com to get 50% off thanks to hit that line. The great thing about Factor, over 34 weekly prepared meals that you can choose from. Plus, you don't have to run around to worry about where you're getting lunch. Let Factor take care of it for you. Let me tell you the code one more time to help you get 50% off. Factormeals.com slash HTL50. Factormeals.com slash HTL50. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Motorcycle riders of America say, give me the hogs, Chuck. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Some more football. Razorbacks named six captains earlier this week. That's a whole bunch of them. Cam Little, KJ, Rocket Sanders, Landon Jackson, Brady Latham, Trajan Jeffcoat. All of them leaders. All of them not just performers on the field but performers in the locker room, the guys who police the team, the guys who are basically the Supreme Court of the football team. Coaches don't have anything to do with this in terms of the voting. This is Sam Pittman talking about them. The team selected them. We don't have any influence on them. We're not in the locker room with them. We're not with them every day outside of football. The weight room, how they work, the accountability. There was a few that were certainly high in votes. And then the rest of the guys were all about the same. So I decided to uh, go with six this year. I think we've gone maybe five one year, I think, maybe. 
but it was so close that I didn't want to have to be the guy who made the decision on one vote here or there, whether you couldn't become a captain or not. So we decided to go with six. I thought it was really good. We have good leadership on our team, and that was basically because of the voting. That's why we decided, because of the closeness of the votes, that's why I decided to go ahead and go with six. All of them are good. All of them are going to have to perform for them to be at their highest level of leadership, but all of them have that opportunity, and congratulations to all of them for being named captains. We mentioned KJ's name. We're going to mention it a lot, I'm sure, as we move through the year. Let's talk just briefly about Saturday and Arkansas's performance and preparation, I guess would be the better word, as they get ready. Let's be honest. Arkansas struggled a little bit last year against the smaller schools. They had to fight for their lives to beat Missouri State and then lost to Liberty. So what about Western Carolina? We know they can score. We know they're going to be a pretty good FCS football team, it appears, this year. This was KJ talking about them. It started fast, getting out, jumping on them early, kill their hope early, try not to let them gain momentum or build confidence and knowing that they can play around with us or be in the game. So try to kill their hope early, jump on them quick. When we say focus on ourselves, I mean the main thing is doing a little details right. Lining up, executing the plays, understanding down and distance, different intangible deaths within the game that we got to be able to focus on and worry about it. So that's what we mean when we say we got to focus on Arkansas football. Sometimes starting fast in a noon football game is a little bit easier said than done. I hope they're able to do it. I- I'm glad they're playing at noon, by the way. I've listened to a lot of the comments from people in Little Rock this week that don't like it. And I have to be honest, as I've listened to them, I've thought to myself, are you just looking for something to complain about? I mean, really, are you just looking for something to complain about? Uh, This is a better situation than a 3 o'clock kick. I don't care what anybody says. Would it be nice to have a night game with a bunch of tailgating? Yes, it would. But Jill Pittman said this, and he's right. Arkansas plays five of their first eight games on the road. You know, if you've got a chance to play at noon and get everybody back to Fayetteville at a decent hour, you do it. You don't get them back at 1.30, 2.30 in the morning and then start over and get ready for next for next week's game. You just don't do that if you can avoid it. Anytime you go on the road, and I'm sorry, but when you pack up and leave on Friday and stay in a hotel, it's a road game. I don't care where it is. That's how you approach it. It's how you have to approach it. It doesn't, that's nothing against the fans. It's nothing against the stadium. It's just the physical aspect of getting on a bus, staying in a hotel, getting up, going to the stadium. If you're not in Fayetteville, it's a road game. And when you play that many on the road and you've got an opportunity to play a day game on the road that gets you back before midnight, you jump all over it. And that's why they did it. I know there are people that are upset about it. Um, they'd be upset regardless. You know, they're upset about the whatever, that it's Western Carolina, whatever. I would imagine most of those people have not bought tickets and are not going anyway. One guy that's going to be there, Zach Williams. Little Rock, last game at War Memorial. You know, Zach Williams is a guy for all this talk about all these new defensive linemen. Old Zach Williams is still on the two deep, still playing. I'll bet he makes big plays this year, and he's excited about going home. I mean, I do better every year, so I'm just, you know, trying to do better than the last year. And, you know, um, going to World Memorial is the last time I'm going to ever play there because, you know, I played there since I was a peewee, middle school, high school, and college now, and it's the last time. So, you know, i got to make some shape, do some good, at least some uh, memorable on the field. You know, it seems like just yesterday Zach walked on the campus and all we thought about was how he was Ricky Williams' son. Those of us who are old enough to remember Ricky, man, he could play. He was all over the field. Zach's been a good player. 
for the Razorbacks. He's been a good ambassador for the program, handled his business well. I hope he has a great year. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about watching a little bit of football on Thursday night. Depending on when you're listening to this, this is either tomorrow night or tonight. Thursday night is when it kicks off. And if you're one of those who likes to make a little wager on the game you're watching, the Bet Saracen app is where you need to be. If you're one of those who likes to make all kinds of wagers on the Razorback game, who's going to score first, who's going to do this, who's going to have the most receptions, all that stuff, you can do it all at the Bet Saracen app. You'll find out very quickly why it is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. It is Vegas, Arkansas style. They got lines on everything. There's a bunch of them. Their games, uh, lines on the games tomorrow night. Obviously on the Razorbacks and other college football on Saturday. They've got a how to play video. They'll get you ready to go at the Bet Saracen app. All right, let's look at a few of these games Thursday night. Now, Florida and Utah play out in Utah. Florida beat them last year down in Gainesville. Uh, Utah smarting from that. I think it'd be fair to say, ranked 14th in the country. Man, I got a feeling Florida's going to get their clock cleaned. I just got a feeling it's not going to be good for the SEC out there in Utah. It's at 7 o'clock Thursday night on the Entertainment and Sports Programming Network. Kent State's coming to Fayetteville a week from Saturday. They play Gus and UCF. UCF's like a 35, 36-point favorite, according to the Bet Saracen app. If you want to get an early start, 6 o'clock on FS1. A lot of people may have the DVR going on that one just to watch Kent State. I'm told they're really rebuilding this year, that they are not particularly good. I guess we'll find out. You don't take anybody for granted, but UCF uh, laying a lot of points in that ball game against Kent State. Mizzou plays tomorrow night. In fact, the SEC Network's um, whatever their SEC pregame show is, Thursday night show, they're headed to Como, and they're going to be there for Mizzou's game, 7 o'clock on the SEC Network against South Dakota. Fox has a game tomorrow night, Nebraska and Minnesota, the Big Ten opener. I don't know if that'll be a good game or not. You know, Minnesota, we don't see them a lot. P.J. Fleck, row your boat, whole deal. He's had success in the past. But uh, that'll be the 7 o'clock game on Fox tomorrow night. All right, there's a lot going on. The uh, Razorback volleyball team's got matches tonight and tomorrow night against Wisconsin. When we recorded the podcast Monday, Wisconsin was ranked number two. Then they came out with a new poll. Now they're ranked number one. So Arkansas is going to play them uh, tonight and tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at Barnhill. Soccer team plays tomorrow night. But all eyes will be on the capital city. By the time we get to Saturday. So uh, looking forward to that. Hope you're having a good week. We'll be around on Friday to get you ready for the weekend of Razorback football. It is here and we are ready too. So until Friday, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.